Did you know that politicians can be basically talentless hacks that really just crave power for no other reason than to make themselves feel better about their pitiful and empty existence? Well, if you didn't know that, I've got video evidence today that will prove that and more. And we'll talk about it today on IndieThinker. Our show today is sponsored by our friends over at Element Home Loans. I know what you're thinking. There is no ceiling to the mediocrity of the Biden administration. Well, you are correct. And there is no ceiling to the interest rates that this inflationary period will yield. In fact, they just went up and now we're hovering around 7% and it's going to go higher. So now is the time to lock in a great rate by going to our friends over at Element Home Loans. And you can do that by going to KevinBlairTeam.com. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Well, Reed, I'm just going to sit this one out, but you need to look at an amortization sheet sometime and look at what interest rates actually do to your payment. And I just wanted to say the word amortization, but you will see that interest rates make you pay a lot. So if you, like me, know that interest rates are not going to get any lower, then you need to make sure to go to our friends over at Element Home Loans by going to kevinblairteam.com, and you need to do it today before they get any higher than they already are. And when you do it, make sure to let them know that IndieThinker sent you. Welcome to the show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Now, I recently attended a city council meeting here in Chattanooga, and if you've been watching the show, you'll know we covered the drag shows that just took place in our city. And um, I wanted to discuss with our city council these events. And let's just say that my time there was pretty disappointing. If you felt like the problem with bureaucrats like Fauci was that you can't unelect these people, well, then you'd be right. But I can see your Fauci, and I can raise you an elected official like somebody on the city council and then i can tell you you'll basically have a pot of most local representatives are enough to make anyone despair of the voting process we had a city mayor that in in the wake of these events posted an lgbtq flag and celebrated what was going on in our city and this dude was elected on conservative values but it's not all bad because we also had a county mayor stand up and say this. Drag shows open to all ages. A few of those events included in Chattanooga Pride Week. Have a drag show if that's really what you want to do, but don't invite children in. I think that's inappropriate. And it clearly made a ton of people in this community very uncomfortable. Womp took to Twitter calling the series of events gross. I was talking about little girls with dollar bills waving them and handing them off to uh, drag queens. They're being given money by their adults, by their adult parents. So I don't despair of all elected officials. It's just almost every single one of them. In fact, my engagement with the city council revealed this, if anything, to me that night, which is why I would encourage you to also be involved and to lift your voice. But it, 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 it made me really sure of at least this one thing, that positions of influence are not good unless they're used for something good and that there are people who crave positions of power not to do something good and without the kind of people in the right places who have the right kind of influence then you should be deeply concerned about what is the future of your city what we got instead of city council members who were concerned about what took place in our city and concerned about children in our city is we got city council members who were concerned about unverified 
blatantly, obviously false threats against the LGBTQ community and absolutely nothing about the danger posed to children at the events that took place in our city. So without electing people of influence that want to use their position to do something good, you have city council members that are more concerned about unverified false threats made towards the LGBTQ community in the midst of these shows that are obviously targeting the real victims, children. So to make sure that you see that, here's my three-minute plea to the city officials here in Chattanooga to actually give a damn about children being abused by adults in our city at events that have been permitted by our city offices. Here's that. Um, so I, I actually had a diatribe prepared, but uh, I'm going to forego that in honor of everyone here. Hopefully you can appreciate that. Instead, I think I would just I have a, a simple question at the end of the day that I hope that we can somehow muster an answer to. And it is in reference to what took place over the weekend and um, these drag shows that took place with minors. Um, I want to be very clear to say this, that if we were not talking about small children being involved, I think half of the people that are here would not be here. Um, I, I think we need to be very clear when we talk about freedom, that we understand that diversity and inclusion is not an excuse to expose small children to ex sexually explicit material. We, we, we started this meeting out talking about compassion and we used Henry Nouwen. I think that's pretty interesting because Henry Nouwen was actually a Christian theologian and came out as a gay man later in life and decided not to act upon those predilections and rather to remain celibate later in life. Um, and was probably one of the foremost theologians of his time and perhaps even today in the area of compassion. And so my question would be in light of that to say this, um, when we talk about compassion, what about the compassion for small children who do not have the ability to understand what is being placed directly in front of them? What about the compassion for sexually explicit material that they are being subjected to in our city under the guise of a family-friendly event? Now, I think most of you have seen the video, but if you haven't, you will know that what the, the man said, Mr. Wysong, that was up here, is absolutely correct about a child fondling the privates of an adult that that is a complete stranger to that child, not that it would be any better if it wasn't. And then we also have grown men flashing their crotches to small children. This is not the kind of behavior of an adult, and this is not the kind of behavior that you should ever subject a child to. If I were to do this to any one of you, I would be accused of sexual harassment, especially to era. Now, how much more when it's a small child and they do not know any better? in this body who has the power to consider these events to speak openly and publicly rather than to defer to strong arming or to legalese to actually explicitly come out and say what they actually believe and where they stand about exposing small children to sexually explicit material. That's what I would like to hear. Now, to be clear in this moment, I thought my ask of the city council was pretty fair. I wasn't asking them to have an official stance on the LGBTQIA plus unicorn community. I wasn't asking them to officially tell me where they stand with their own sexual identity. I was not asking whether they were liberal or Republican. I was just simply asking for them to take a public stance on the abuse of children, not a stance on these shows. I wasn't even asking them for an official 
stance on obese men parading around in lingerie and whether that's immoral or just frankly gross, I made the lowest possible requirement anyone could make of an elected official. I asked them to publicly state that they reject exposing children to sexually explicit material, but not even one of these people up there who supposedly represent their constituency could muster a grunt in response to the question. Crickets. When all I ask them to say is we reject sexually explicit material and kids being exposed to that at city events. Instead, we were left to hear the LGBTQ activists drone on and on about their personal pain and their plight coming out of the closet while kids were being abused by adults. So here's what that sounded like. In doing so, they put the lives of that community in danger. And the worst part is they are doing it with that as the objective. The lies, the rhetoric, the unfounded accusations against queer people endanger the lives of much-loved citizens of our city. I also am concerned about safety at the, uh, the various Pride events. Various groups have been calling for people to go investigate these events. There's been multiple threats to queer businesses. Fully oppressed, and this type of oppression from all the governing bodies and their community leads to um, crisis and fatal situations. Because I am deeply terrified. Um, about my personal safety and the safety of my friends and family for even just speaking here. I have been threatened to be stoned to death by street preachers. I have been threatened to be lined up against the wall and shot in the head by priests. Opinions should be relegated to pineapple on pizza. Not my safety, not my rights. Over the past couple of days, I have received graphic detailed death threats these threats include hanging me off of the walking bridge, which, like I said, I live right beside, and even go as far to threaten my dog's safety, cutting her throat. Now I have to question every night for the, someone to come in our apartment or try to grab one of us on the street, and I constantly have to worry. So let me get this straight. The kids who are being victimized here are not the real victims. It's grown adults who supposedly got their feelings hurt because they can't shove obese men in lingerie and have them dance provocatively in front of kids. These are the people that we are supposed to feel sympathy for. Now, forgive me if I don't believe that a single one of these threats are real. Now, perhaps some of them are, but I, I deign to guess that, that very few of them are. I mean, there was one guy who even suggested that he got a death threat for his dog. I'm no rocket scientist, but I'm pretty sure the average citizen doesn't know that you even have a dog. So if you really got this threat, then I might look to your neighbors. Now, beyond the fact that adults can lie, which is something that I already knew, here's a couple of things that I learned from this meeting, even outside of the cowardliness of our city officials. And um, it's something that I learned about, well, I'll stick with the word, something that I learned about abusers, since they don't like the word groomer. So this is what I learned about abusers. First of all, abusers make the victim feel like they're the real victim. Um, it, it's a well-known psychological issue called Stockholm Syndrome, and maybe you've heard about it within the context of people who abduct someone or, or rape someone and, and did so perhaps on a repeated basis. Stockholm Syndrome was this feeling of empathy towards a, a, a person who had actually abused you, where you start to almost take the side of the person who hurts you. And this is a tactic that was used by these kind of diabolical abusers to, to try to make themselves feel better about the bad things that, that they were doing. Because if they could make the victim actually believe that they're not the victim, 
um, then then they could feel a little bit better about the evil that they that they were doing. And abusers use this tactic because really what they want to do is they want to keep the people who have been abused quiet. So like barking chihuahuas or the beware of dog signs that you see around people's house. Um, and it's always like mobile home parks, like where you see these things, like nobody wants your stuff, bro. Well, what do you say we get thrown out of an Applebee's? But, but they put these signs up to threaten and impose fear upon people so that you'll be quiet. They also do it because it's a sign that the people who are coming upon their territory are close to accomplishing their goal. And they're deeply afraid that their stripper poles are going to have to go back in the closet and collect dust where they belong. All the unverified death threats mentioned in these speeches is nothing more than an attempt to try to get you to back down and get you to shut up so that you don't speak out against these evils because they know that if you do, it'll work because it's obviously wrong. And the reason you can't back down is because all their barking takes the focus off of kids who are the real victim. And it puts it, it, puts it back on a bunch of adults who don't deserve victim status. Now, the third thing I learned about abusers is this, is that abusers don't really understand freedom. Freedom to a dishonest person is the right to do whatever you want. But we all know what that's really called. The right to do whatever you want is called anarchy. And people get hurt when liberal principles, principles go to an extreme. So extreme freedom is anarchy. You get to do whatever you want. But that's not freedom in America. Freedom in America is the ability to do what you want as long as it does not infringe upon the rights of others. This is why there is no such thing as a right to an abortion. You cannot claim a fundamental right that terminates the right to pursue life and liberty for another human being. You don't have the freedom to kill anything, much less a baby. You don't have the freedom to steal or to destroy other people's stuff. That's not what freedom is. And so how much more when we talk about kids? You don't have the right, even if you're a parent, to abuse your own children. The fact that we even have to say this is lunacy in our age. Just because you use the words diversity and inclusion and acceptance and tolerance doesn't mean you get the freedom to abuse children. doesn't matter how many liberal buzzwords you come up with. The truth is still the truth. So here's the good news in the midst of all of this stuff. People are waking up to this insanity. Here's one of the speeches from somebody else that night that stood out the most to me outside of my fantastic speech, of course. And it stands out to me because this is somebody that's actually in the LGBTQ community. After about two and a half minutes of hearing about this dude's cat and why he watches city council meetings and why they need to be put up and all of that stuff, he left us with a mic drop moment that I just think you need to hear uh, at this city council meeting. So here's that. I will never forget what a local muralist artist told me. Don't set yourself up to be a victim. Whoever thought it was okay to have a drag show at a brewery and call it kid-friendly was pure lack of judgment. Now, look, I've, I've talked about it before on the show. I believe the leftist implosion is coming. The ideas of the woke and the ideas of the extreme liberal left, uh, the leftist, the, the ideas that they suppose in terms of human sexuality and the butchering of small children at gender clinics in pediatric hospitals around the U.S., and the idea that the only 
you know, cure for racism in the past is racism in the present and so many of the other just ridiculous ideas that are rooted in hate and only rooted in this Marxist power struggle that attempts to try to wrench power away from people unjustifiably. I'm telling you, the leftist implosion is coming. And when it does, people are going to run to some ideology, some institution that isn't riddled with this nonsense. I can only hope that pastors have kept their church safe from it and and parents have kept their homes safe from it. And they haven't indoctrinated their kids to leftist ideology, but they've actually helped them come to some kind of understanding of critical thinking and rational thinking. And, and God, God forbid, like some type of moral biblical thinking that wouldn't hurt many people. I, I, I hope in very short order, we will see the days where we look dumbfounded at each other and say, I cannot believe that we cut off the sex organs of minors, much less even adults. And we look at each other and we say, I cannot believe we used to do that, that people actually believed that that these surgical procedures would would do something magical and awaken the woman that was really inside of that man's body. I, I mean, I think it's coming sooner rather than later. And when it does, people are going to be looking for some kind of oasis. And, and I believe that because moments like these show that there's a group of people that will not back down. They will not be blackmailed by the fake tears of adults. Moments like these show that common sense isn't dead. And, and I urge us, especially Christians watching this, to use common sense. But I'm aware, I mean, that may be like asking that overweight, self-indulgent, narcissistic emperor to realize, hey, your new clothes are actually exposing kids to an obese dude dancing around in his skivvies. And maybe that's too much to ask these days. I hope it's not. Because I believe that better days are coming and are not too far down the road. Until that time, you can let me know what you think about that city council meeting or what you think about what took place in our city down in the comments section below. And you can also like, share, and subscribe. And for crying out loud, go with God. We'll catch you next time. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.